Welcome back to Point of View. Here's part two of my interview with Senator Kevin Kramer. So I want to ask you this, sir. Uh, it has been now over a year since we've had this virus in our country. Tomorrow, uh, the U.S. and China meet in Alaska. Can you now tell us where this virus came from? Did it come from a lab? Did it come from an animal? What's going on? And if not, how do we not know that by now? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know how we do not know that by now. Um, and if we do, I don't. <laughs> you know, if, if there's somebody that does, um, certainly investigations are ongoing. But there, the, the World Health Organization is such an apologist for China that I, it's you certainly can't rely on them to get us the information. Um, you can't rely for good reason, for understandable reasons, on uh, the state-owned media in China to get uh, get to the bottom of it and reveal it. Um, they don't let a lot of our people in to, to do the type of investigation that would be necessary. So w whether we'll ever know it, I'm not, I'm not completely certain, but, um, but we ought to keep, you know, insisting on answers and we ought to, we ought to condition our, our relationship with China uh, on getting answers to that, Chris. But we also have to remember and understand, and I think we've come to a realization. In fact, I would submit to you that one of the more bipartisan, um, one of the more bipartisan issues growing in this country and around the world is that China is a bad actor. Thank you, Donald Trump, for, for bringing that to our attention as well, because there were a lot of Chinese, China apologists, and I don't want to say Chinese, but China apologists, including the current president, as recently as last summer and fall when he was running for the job, um, you know, who, who, who weren't where a lot of people are today. So, um, we just have to come to realize that China is a bad actor. And by the way, we, you know, someday we could, we could do a whole one of these just on China and our relationship and the things that I well, see in armed services committee hearings and other places. I, I want to jump in this a little bit, sir, because there is a story coming out of Fox News. Former top state department investigator says COVID uh, resulted from a bioweapons research accident. I'm going to quote from the article, sir. This was this came out. On March 12th, the State Department's former lead investigator who oversaw task force into COVID-19 virus origin tells Fox he not only believes the virus escaped from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, but that it may have been the result of research that the Chinese military, and I'm going to make a point here because I want to talk about this, or People's Liberation Army was doing on a as a bioweapon. And then today, Chinese state media comes out with this, lead scientist of the WHO, talking about the release of the of the WHO thing that came out on February 9th, suggesting it didn't come from a lab, which like we're supposed to believe that. Right. I guess what I want to get at is, is do you, based on what you see here from a top state investigator, do you have more of an inkling that it came from a lab or do you have no idea? And the People's China's Liberation Party recently attacked, did a cyber attack against North Dakota. So just your comments right. out in general, sir. So a few, few things. First of all, with regard to the lab, the lab question where it came from we i don't know that and i'm certainly far from an expert chris and short of getting a classified briefing from people who are experts that i would trust i wouldn't want to make that claim obviously my words matter um so i'd want to be careful about that but there's every reason in the world to not trust what's coming out of china and if, if, in fact, it was a, a weapon experiment gone bad or re weapons development gone bad, <clears throat> I would tell you this. It could be a pretty effective weapon. The problem I would see with it, the way the virus has behaved is, of course, it didn't. It, it doesn't uh, exempt anybody, including people in China. So um, on the other hand, 
remembering who China, you know, what who, who runs China and the and the Communist Party of China, it's not beyond them to just simply use people. As we know, a lot of Chinese people just disappear, and a lot of their problems just disappear. So, I don't, I don't, again, I don't want to necessarily predict you know, what was the motive of it, but we do know that it started in in China, and any claims to the contrary are ridiculous. So let me let me just put a button on this, and then we'll get into tomorrow's meeting. This gentleman, also top state uh, State Department investigator, says, "Hey, you've taken out 15 to 20 percent of the global GDP." You've killed millions of people. The Chinese population's barely been affected, and their economies roared back to being number one in the entire G20. That's what he's suggesting this was used as a bioweapon. So having all that in the context, what do you want to see come out of these meetings between the U.S. and China and Alaska tomorrow? Well, I sat in the front row at the White House when the Chinese officials and the, and President Trump signed the uh, China trade deal. All the while, you know, being very suspicious of their willingness to actually Thanks again to Senator Kevin Kramer. There is a lot more to that conversation. So if you want to watch it in its entirety, just go to our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash POV now. All right, stay with us. We're going to be wrapping things up. Big game coming up on Saturday and much more right after this.